Steal the guns and store. Pick them in, set the flags Wait. to make good the clear of one. You have to take me to shore. According to the code of the order of the reference. Your return to Shoro was not part of our negotiations, nor our agreement, so I must do nothing. And secondly, you must be a pirate for the pirate's code to apply, and you're not. And thirdly, the code is more what you call guidelines than actual rules. Welcome aboard the Black Pearl, Miss Turner. Where do you work? In the car? Where do you are? Geocache Talk Podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Hey everyone, it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio, Google Play. You get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and our patrons, Demon Hunter 2, Aggie Jedi Master, Electric Waterboy, he's in the chat room by the way, Joshua the Geocaching Vlogger, Cashley, one Kind Word, Ravenclaw Tia, Shermanator 18, Butterfly Girl, Loon Trackers, The Aussie Geocacher, The Geo Gearheads, Sodak Zach, and you never know where Sodak is tonight. Maybe he'll join us sometime in the chat room or somewhere. The Deadliest Cachers, Terrell 2, Neil Moore, Molly the Geocaching Dog, Team D&D, Geocaching Adam, Peachy 1276, The No Code Geocachers, Curiosity Girl, Tick Magnet, he's also in the chat room tonight, Marsipanic, Bricker John, Firesafe, Doc Firewoman, Effa Sabero, Geo Rick, Cash Attic Mel, Geocaching Janji, The Geocaching Junkie, Sir Dremelot, Genice, Tricasius, also in the chat room tonight, Tom Frey, and Rugles. If you'd like to become a patron, Head on over to patreon.com slash talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Well, let me start by welcoming the co-host, Sydney. Hello, everybody. And Jesse. Good evening. We're going to jump right in. we got a lot tonight. We have a lot every night, but this one uh, is going to be packed, packed tonight. So we're going to jump right into show 69 for October 1st as we talk virtuals and guidelines in not that order. We're going to do guidelines first, and then we'll talk about virtuals. Uh, a few reminders. Um, Sydney, why don't you tell us about the first one? So International Earth Cash Weekend now is Woo-hoo. next weekend, uh, October 7th and 8th. So if you find and log an Earth Cache on one of those days, you get a shiny souvenir. 
shiny souvenir. The sign, ew, shiny souvenir. That's a tongue tongue twister. And as Susan likes to say, they're the best because you don't have to dust them. All right, and then uh, coins are still for sale. I, this is we're coming about to the close of this. I think this may be the last week um, because we're starting to get down to a lower lower amount. So uh, seventeen dollars U.S., twenty three dollars international. There's the coin. It's upside fabulous. Down. Upside down again. Is it upside down? I'm so sorry. Let me do it again. There we go. There you there, go. There's the cool coin. And then I don't show the ver- don't show the back very often. It's you can look at the back one. There it is. Isn't that cool looking? Whoa. you giving out the code. It's a good look. That's okay. It's it's. I got it. I got it logged. So nobody can. <laughs> there you go. There, I, bl- I blocked the code. No you can't see it from that far away anyway. <laughs> no. I mean, if, if, if they're really looking that closely, then they're, they need, you know. All right. But that's the back of it. That's really cool. I love this that's coin. A very nice coin. Look how thick that thing is. That's a nice, solid coin. Um, anyway, um, you can buy them off the website. Just go to the bottom of the front page on geocachetalk.com, and it will give you the details to purchase the coins. Mm-hmm. Next mm-hmm. is Mary Hyde Trackable is in the news. The rewards. Did y'all get yours? I did. I haven't done anything with it, though. I don't know what to do with it. I guess no. you're, not, you're not supposed to keep them, are you? You're supposed to send them out into the world. No, it's just a code. Yeah, it's you can code. do whatever you want with it. That's yeah. true. Like, yeah. It's a digital code. It didn't come on a, a, you know, a tag or anything, so you could put it on pretty much anything. True. Are y'all? Are you going to do something with what you're going to? Do, what you can do with yours, Jesse? I don't know. I did actually activate it, um, but uh, just so I wouldn't forget or didn't time out. I didn't know if it was going to time out or something, right? Because um, it's you know a reward program, and and then I kind of forgot about it. But because um, I have other trackables that I haven't ever sent out either, and tags and stuff sitting around. But I want to do something fun with it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll put it inside a cache or something, you know, paint the number into a cache that I make or something. Since it's not a tag anyway, and you're going to have to come up with something. And there's no, you know, before we get off the subject, but uh, proxies are, I've never seen a good one. So (laughs) that anybody makes. So I don't want to send out something that's just going to disappear anyway. I got a decent proxy from doing the geo tour and, and birthplace of Texas. But again, it's like you said, it's, it was the only one I found. Of all the ones I've had proxy-wise, that was probably the best-looking one. But they're yeah. few, and, few and far between. By the time you purchase one, you can just buy another tag. Right. <laughs> just get another number. Mm-hmm. But, no, uh, so I haven't sent mine out yet. I think other people will eventually. But Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a new change to the dashboard. Yeah. the uh, So it's mainly for... You know how that, that feed that has everybody's activity? I mm-hmm. noticed now, too, and I, I don't think this was part of the new change, but one of the, the new change was that you can just watch your own caches. So it automatically gives you notification when you first pop up right. activity in your own caches. Of course, you get emails anyway, but, um, but you can also select to only see your activity or to see the community's activity or to see just your caches, so mm-hmm. other people's activity in your caches. I like that because I didn't... I know some people may like it, but... I didn't like the. I don't care what everybody in the community's caches. <laughs> I mean, I don't, not you know, half, half of them don't even. Right. You don't know everybody, so I don't really care if they found twenty caches today. So 
So it's and neat it also, to be able to monitor your own like that. It also shows when someone adds a favorite point. No. Yeah. So if you switch it to only your own caches, you can see this person logged this cache. Here's what they wrote, and then it would say like, "Added a favorite point" or "Have a little heart" or something like that. Right. So yeah, your options are yours, which is to show only your latest activity. Community mm-hmm. show you and your friends' latest activity, or your hides. So, mm-hmm. like you said, it's interesting. Um, well, it's a lot more user friendly. I get not user friendly, I guess, but mm-hmm. the what they're putting together on that page at first wasn't much, but as they add more things, it's actually things that you know that you want. Yeah. So they're doing a good job of updating that, I think. Yep. No, I. I and also, if you're looking at your friends, the community, what is it? What is community page or whatever? Your friend if, league. If, no. Um. On your dashboard, you, you could view your friends, right? Right. Your friends' logs. And there's some people that I know that I'm friends with on geocaching that you know go and find 70 caches in a day, and then you see this person from this cache and this person from mm-hmm. this cache. But now. If they find and log more than five caches, it condenses it into one little blurb. That's nice. I found uh, that nice. Yeah. Well, and it's options. That's what's so. That's what I like about it. Like at first, it was just that feed, and I was like, "Oh, skip through that every time." <laughs> but now you have something that's usable for more people, so that's good. And and I know it takes time to implement something new like this because mm-hmm. every time they, every time they do anything, some part of the community is gonna complain that it's the worst thing ever no matter, no matter what they do so somebody's going to dislike it and some people are going to like it so they're slowly adding things in there i think it's getting better and i think they are taking feedback a lot more lately because it they've seemed very active like the lackeys that are part of that team are very active in responding to bugs or feedback in the the sections of the forum where you know they post these new updates and um like i said it just seems like they're really thinking about what people have to say Mm -hmm. and you know changing things quickly if necessary like bugs and stuff i I like the community part i mean that's just for me personally i like i like seeing what people are doing you know i get to see you know what you like um craig he has a note he found you know a cache today it's like oh what did he find you know or here's one um shimmer 18 she's going to attend a gif in Rochester, I how about that? What? We'll attend. I know. I it's secret live, secret geocaching lives. Creepy, Gary. Yeah, following what you're doing. Um, and p- like, did, did people doing under maintenance? What they found? It's kind of neat. I don't know. Okay, enough of that, I guess. Uh, and but then, they are changing it, and it's useful. Yeah, I like the, it. That's no, the summary. Yeah, very, very much so. Um, and lastly, we have a note about Geo Woodstock. Um, they're going, uh, do you want me to do this one? Yeah, go for it. All right. I'll do this one. Uh, Geocache, Geo Woodstock 18 and Cashly have joined forces. They're going to do a, uh, special Geo tour that's going to be available during, uh, Geo Woodstock 18, which is in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, next May. So get your plans in on that, uh, you know, can't can't miss event as they say. Geo Woodstock eighteen, and uh, just neat that uh, Nick and and um, uh, getting getting involved with them and helping um, sponsor uh, this uh, geo tour that they're doing out mm-hmm. there. Just so cool. 
And it is going to be an official geo tour, and there is going to be prizes, but they don't know what exactly yet. So that's very cool. Awesome stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, I heard about one that's not. Uh, I don't think they're ready to, to discuss it yet. But um, since I am an ambassador of Geo Woodstock 18, uh, I get to hear some of the. But they're doing a lot of cool stuff. There's a uh, um, a lot of being in a being that it's in a a park. I mean, a uh, amusement park. They're really got some options that I think are that they're they're useful for this kind of event. A little different. Um, not mes- necessarily the uh, the spots you want to have every year for Woodstock, but it's unique. It's a little different, and so you know, hats off to them and, and good luck and everything with uh, all the planning. They're putting a lot of time and effort into it. So good for them. Mm-hmm. Do either and one of you think you're going to go? Uh, I'm so we're pla- here's, we're planning here's to. My, go ahead. Jerry, I'll, I'll just say we're, we're planning on it. I've got a, I got a room set up uh, and we're, we're planning on it. Part of it is, a, is of course um, with, um, if, if I can get a job before then would be a good thing to pay for it. So go ahead, Sydney. So it's nine hours ish from me. They're at 2,800 will attend logs and they're still six months out, six, seven months out. Yep. So I have a good feeling that a giga event might happen here. It's getting very close. And if it's giga, I'm going. <laughs> Whether I go and sleep in my car that night and then just come back the next day, mm-hmm. I'm going. I don't care. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of us have a gig on our on our nope. our page, so I won't have that one either. There's zero percent chance I'll be there because it's I graduation. Weekend, so get, as long as they keep doing it that weekend, I'll never get to attend. But the, the, the one, well, yeah, the one thing though that it would be good. Those uh, Jesse is the fact that if we do happen, if this one does happen to go giga, possibly mm-hmm. you're it might open the floodgate and then either 19 or 20 may end up being a giga and maybe we can have more gigas or maybe have a giga in the U.S. and maybe then we'll start a floodgate and then you could go to maybe 20, 19 or you know would we'll, we'll start 19 or 20. That's possible. So, right. but I want to be at the first giga. So I'm not going to hope that it doesn't go giga. <laughs> but right. at the same time, I don't know. I'll you be are, very, very jealous if I don't get to attend the first giga. Well, first in the U.S. So, I mean, it's not the first giga ever. So, well, you, that's, yeah. you always have that in your if you don't get to go. So, yeah, there you go. That's my that's my out, right? Yes, you're out. <laughs> okay. All right, we're gonna talk uh, guidelines now. Jesse and I did a little point five show on this, and so. Uh, but Sydney wasn't avail- available, so we wanted to, we want to go back and talk about this because we really wanted Sydney's in- involvement in discussing these guidelines because um, it's just interesting. We we have I think we have the best team, the bed podcasting team out there. I love the other shows, don't get me wrong, but the three of us are very different in many ways, uh, geocaching wise, and so I think it helps. And I've heard this from other people: the fact that. We're like the we're like the perfect superhero team for for geocaching podcasts. So, oh, wow, I know that's what I've been told. <laughs> that's what I've been. I mean, you know, that's 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 the word on the street. But um, the guidelines are interesting because we kind of all read them maybe a little differently, or we have different perspectives on them, or different things stood out to us. And so we're going to talk about them tonight. So, um, 
So I guess we'll start at the top, we'll work our way through, and go from there. So mm-hmm. do we want to? Okay. The uh, I'll start. That's fine. Um, thoughts on one of the most controversial new rules: uh, burying a geocache. Ah, uh, yes, burying one. This is a cool idea. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, hmm. uh, what are your thoughts on it? Mine were that I think they were trying to clarify. Isn't that what this was supposed to be? A clarification? Right. Maybe. It doesn't seem... That's not the way... It looked like it was something brand new, though, right? Well, they outed it as this is a clarification and simplification of the guidelines. Yep. Oh, look, oh, we have a special guest again. Look a at this. ghost, it looks like. Special <laughs> ghost. <laughs> well, it's, it's Halloween month. It's so Dak Zach, our man at the cash. So going, Dak guys? Zach, glad to have you on tonight, buddy. So, hey, ironically, I heard, I heard you, we just started talking about this. I uh, heard you guys talking about superheroes, and I'm wondering which one I would be. <laughs> You're in, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, the Flash. I thought, oh, yeah. I thought he was Spider-Man, but oh yeah, you know, could oh. be. I guess he might be a combination yeah. of the two. We need to, because you know, <laughs> he's like a combo of both Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Flash. There you go. But um, so uh, we just start talking about these new geocaching uh, guidelines about burying caches, and uh, this is perfect because, oh. like, what are you doing tonight? What's your well? Uh, I was actually, so you guys were talking about, uh, you could bury caches or whatever. So I was thinking of hosting the first Digga event. Oh, <laughs> Digga event. <laughs> That's perfect, buddy. Uh, wow. No, actually, uh, uh not an event, but, uh, I'm actually considering, so I want to bury my first cache, right? So oh, I'm cool. out here. Um, I'm out here. I found this perfect place, uh, you know, nice dirt area i'm digging after dark so no muggles see me or anything right and i was wondering what which tool do you think i should use Ooh, i got a shovel shovel all right okay Okay. so okay okay well i mean i also have this post hole like one of those augers or those clams that you lift the dirt out now that's but that's not a bad idea at all i like that idea keep going yeah well i mean there's there's some rock and stuff so maybe i should use a pickaxe okay yeah no Mm -hmm. okay well maybe well i also have this this auger but, um, sweet, you know, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm actually trying to, I'm trying to dig, like, I want the world's deepest cache, you know, so that I, people, I, they, I'm with you. Yeah. They could dig as far down as they want. They'll never get this. So I'm actually over here and I've got this, uh, this Perf- that's perfect. <laughs> this, yeah. It's an excavator. I think I could get about 20, 25 feet down with this thing. Oh sweet! Yeah, that's it's a. Right. <laughs> so that, I are you think sure you're cold. making a geocache here? Zach? What are what exactly are you doing out there? He is um, in the dark well, for the first yeah, time well, on live I mean, on a geocaching a, podcast. He's going to bury I, a cache. This is awesome. I know it's Halloween month, um, and I know I look like a ghost right now. Uh, and I can reassure you that the cache I'm burying does look like a body. Oh no. sweet! That's perfect. <laughs> I mean, we got and you got to go. You know, bury that thing down there because I mean, that's the rules say you can bury caches now. So you know, perfect. yeah. Isn't, Zach, isn't did you forget about the other part of the rule though? What's, was there what's another that? part? 
Yeah, there's another part to the burying the cash rule. You have to have explicit what? permission. Did you remember to do that part? Well, I thought it was implied. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a dirt field. I'm in a dirt. I'm, oh. Yeah, it's a dirt field. I I think. Oh, I you should be implied, good, isn't it? Yeah, you should be yeah, good. I'd say yeah. so. Well, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to work over here, and uh, you know, I'll call you guys back in a little bit. See how okay. I'm doing. Yeah, bury that thing deep in there, and uh, be perfect. <laughs> At least twelve feet down. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> All right, guys, grab the body. <laughs> <laughs> grab the body. <laughs> grab the body. That's going um, to be a rough uh, geocache to find, you know. But you know what that does? I mean, oh, it, it's... Is it is it train five? Special equipment. Uh, look at that. Oh, yeah. Oh, see? That is special equipment, I think. Um, Bulldozer? It does bring it up, though, so you know people will... So if it's burying a cache, if that's not... Ex- very well explained uh, as we move forward. You know somebody will eventually bury one pretty... I mean, how many kids join the game and have nobody to really tell them what it means? So, what would stop them if you read that rule from burying something six feet down? Yes, and I think just a few minutes ago, as we were discussing this, I went, of course, pulled up the guidelines for tonight, and so if I may, let me share my screen. And show you guys something interesting because there wasn't any discussion about this but look the rules have been changed without them telling us they've changed it it says you can you do not you can do not bury geocaches now they, they changed it from when they originally sent the guidelines out either partially or completely so you're no longer you're now you're now not allowed to bury even partially. You must not create a hole in the ground to place or find a geocache. The only exception is if a property owner gives explicit permission, which you must provide to the reviewer and state on the cache page. So so you can bury them clear? with permission of, yeah. So it's kind of clear or it's not clear again? <laughs> Well, and you know, people are, I mean, I guess we'll see what people do, but um, I don't know. They also have some regional geocaching policies for details in your region. I don't know why they put it here under Barry, but uh, anyway. Hmm. I don't know. So how do you think that one's going to shake out? Are people going to be burying caches? I think people are going to (laughs) try. Do you think that adds anything to the game? No, not like a truly buried, like a six foot down buried cache. I mean, that's trouble or your excavator. Yeah, that I don't know that that would add any. My guess is they did it just for the other exceptions that we've all kind of talked about. And, you know, I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, uh, I really wish that they would have made it very clear which is i think that a thing like mingo i think is completely acceptable that's my opinion is that it's 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 visible it is in the ground yes but it's not in the ground in such a way that you're going to have any issue with finding it or i mean mhm that's my thought. Is that the, the caches like that, that are like a tube in the ground. Maybe you have to use a a, a metal, 
you know, I had a cache similar to that with permission in one of our parks, which was, it was a tube in the ground and to get to it, you had to use uh, like a metal, like a long piece of a magnet on a long stick or something to get right. to it called Ant-Man. Um, so, you know, it's one of those that, you know, my reviewer approved it. No, there was no issues with it. So I, I don't know. I mean, we might we're probably making more about this than there really is, but. Well, and I think, well, they'll, there'll be some follow-up, right? Because I think this could apply to like, like one of the most famous type of caches is gadget caches, right? Those birdhouse caches. Right. Well, a lot of those are on a post. So if you're digging for that post or you're putting a post in the ground specifically for that, mm-hmm. technically that would have been against the rules before, but we know they're out there. So a post mm-hmm. in the ground, like somebody mentioned that in the chat room, a post in the ground or one of those, you know, the penny with the little uh, right. plastic thing under it yep. that you just shove down like that. Those are common examples where that rule kind of could be talking about, but it's so unclear. It's hard to know. Right. And with the, you know, fake birdhouse on a post that you shove in, in the ground, they don't want you attaching anything to trees. So how else are you supposed to have a quality cache that you can't attach to a tree? You can't put on a post and put it in the ground. What are you supposed to do? Just leave it on the ground somewhere? Right. <laughs> to the throw down? Throw down. Yeah. Well, I mean, people make these nice birdhouses right. and those kind of things, and you have to put it on something. Or, I mean, you're not just going to set it there like at the base of a tree, right? You're going to, you want it to be like at height level for people. Yeah. You're going to have to put be. something in the ground or attach it to like a, I guess, a post that's already there. I don't know. What, fence, be, post, or yeah, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could say, oh, this, this wooden post was here already, and the owner said I could use it. It's fine. <laughs> Right, right. But does, uh, and Jesse, you want to talk about the next, the other portion of this, I think, is kind of a maybe uh, a get out of jail free card, kind of? The owner responsibility? Um, well, are you talking, uh, skipping on? No, we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. I guess the idea okay. was the, 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 or I'll mention that the, the, the other part of that thing was the, the only exception is if a property owner gives explicit permission. So. Oh gosh, I, yes. I guess in a sense that if you get permission from an owner like yourself, if you want to bury it in your own front yard, I guess, but if you got permission from somebody, it could almost be anything at that point. I mean, I, I guess as long as you got approval, obviously it's got to get past a reviewer, but I mean, is that, I don't know. I feel like they didn't mean go out, dig a hole, put your geocache in the ground, cover it back up with dirt. Like that's right. kind of cruel for right. people. Like, it, it, why would you want anyone to do, have to do that? And then they're digging around your yard, like no. just randomly because they have no idea where it actually is. Like bring your metal detector so you can find this geocache. That's not what it's supposed to be. No, I agree. That was, that's not the idea. And uh, I think that, There's a way to clear it up, I guess. And I know they went, I know they really wanted to go for the, or they, they kept touting that they lowered the word count. It's like, and we talked about this before is I don't care what the word count is. Just get it right. <laughs> you know, go into great detail. If you have to, I don't care about that. I don't care what the word count is of the guidelines. Make it 500 pages. If you need to, I'll, I can sort through it. You know, I can do a, I can do a find on it. You know, that's my, my thought. I think well, the good I, thing uh, is that, it's 
in a place on the website that I think is accessible, easily to find for most people. Right. Like a lot of people, they'll hide their first cash and, you know, you click the little checkbox that says I read the guidelines and no, they didn't. <laughs> right. Ain't that the truth? We've seen that. So I feel like that's more important than, you know, what the words actually say, putting it in a place where people can easily find it and where they're going to see it and maybe just some way to make sure that, because you know those forms where they make you read it before you can click mm-hmm. right. the box? I feel like they should do something like that with this. Just so people at least have to scroll through it and maybe they'll get something out of it before they click the checkbox or whatever it is. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's, 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 let's move on. Let's move. Let's go on. Um, So yeah. So Jesse, yeah. Let's talk now about owner responsibility for cash owners. So I know we've, this is kind of a big question and it'll lead into several other ones, but they, and you have the rules that are there specifically, mm-hmm. but they gave something paraphrasing that um, you can basically lose your right to hide geocaches if you're not maintaining your geocaches properly. I have um, the exact wording if you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go for Cache it. owners who do not maintain their existing caches in a timely manner may temporarily or permanently lose the right to list new caches on geocaching.com. So if you don't maintain your caches, if you have a lot of, you know, caches that are, have needs maintenance or are disabled, then I guess the reviewer can say, no, I'm not going to publish any new caches for you. That's a, do you see any problems with that? I see people getting angry over it, but I don't see it a problem with it. I mean, I don't, I, I see hard there needs to be a hard line there, right? You're not just dumping caches, just throw down caches and not ever maintain them. I know pe- some people expect other people to maintain their caches. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. They think that's the community's job. That's one train of thought. And I don't, I don't subscribe to that one. I don't want people replacing my caches that I, you know, that I put out or anything like that. I, I, that's a responsibility that I take on as a cash owner. I want it to, unless it's some, something special or whatever, then you talk to somebody, but just a random person coming in and replacing it. That I don't think that's their responsibility to have to do that. Right. So I, I don't see a downside to that other than I, I wish it'd be even stricter. You know, I think caches that, you know, you open somebody opens an account, caches for three days and hides a cache. And now the community is maintaining it forever. And it's not a high quality cache. That person moves on to some other game and, it just stays there taking up a spot. Nobody and everybody just keeps replacing it and replacing it and replacing it. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, if, if the account's inactive, I think that cash should just go away or be up for adoption. Very much so. You know, I, I think that uh, one thing I would like to see more of is a little more consistency within the reviewers. Cause I, from what I understand each reviewer now, I, I understand that it, it, reviewers are volunteers and I, I love, <laughs> love them to death. I'm I'm so glad they do this, but I don't know if there's a way that they can, like you said, Jesse, that there should be almost a guideline for them that if this, if this owner, and I think this happens very often, at least down here in Texas, is that if I find a cache that hasn't been, is not maintained, I send them, uh, when I send them a, a needs, once we're past the initial needs maintenance, I can't get a response, you know, and I go to the needs archive point because I'll, I'll go, I'll go there. I know some people won't go there. I'll go there. I will go there if 
it gets to that point. Now, trust me, I don't go there very often, but when I do, I show them, I say, hey, look, this, this cash, this cash owner hadn't been online since 2012. I mean, it's time. Mm-hmm. It's time to get this cash out of here because, you know, number one, I probably want that spot. Number two is it's sitting in a spot that is never, it doesn't mean it's not being maintained. It's not there, you know, it's got multiple people who haven't found it. Well, Jesse, when you were down here, there was that one that mm-hmm. you looked for and, um, you know, I was going to go take a quick look. I still think it's still sitting out there um, taking up a spot. Well, and um, Tom in the chat room brought up that hit one concern would be new people getting in and marking it needs archived or needs maintenance. Right. Um, and they don't know what they're doing. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I think the, uh, um, it shouldn't be an automated thing. Like you get three and it automatically blocks your account or whatever. But if you get a needs maintenance on there and it stayed there for a while, mm-hmm. owners can take a needs maintenance off instantly. Right. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is get in there and go, I fixed it or whatever it is and take it off. So I think if it's staying there for a while and issue, not, I would not be a fan of, you know, three needs maintenance in a row triggers it automatically because it could be in one day. That'd be terrible. Yeah, I agree. But if it's staying on there and, you know, and that's where a reviewer is doing it automatically, I think. Uh, or not automatically is not doing it automatically. The reviewer looks at it and goes, okay, this is one that needs to be nominated for. And they, I'm sure they'd send you a warning ahead of time too, you know, mm-hmm. like, Hey, if you don't maintain your caches, you can't hide anymore. Most of the time they do. And I think that's good to still have that subjectivity or person human connection and not like just a machine saying, Oh, there's a needs archive on here. Get rid of it because people are going to either post it. New people are post going to post it and not, really know you know what they did or they're just saying i didn't find it it's not here or people just sometimes hit the wrong log and sometimes you like zach did on the one cache he hit found it when it was supposed to be (laughs) dnf like it's it's really an accident Mm -hmm. and it's important to remember that reviewers automatically get an email when you log a needs archive but they don't get emails for needs maintenance so your reviewer doesn't necessarily know Right. what caches have a needs maintenance log unless they go in and actually look. So that's something like if there's already a needs maintenance log, your reviewer might not know about it, but if you log the needs archive, then it's definitely going to bring it up to to their attention pretty immediately. Yeah. One thing they do in Texas is um, they have an algorithm they run. If a cache needs maintenance, I think it's after 30 days, you do get an email Mm-hmm. Uh, from your reviewer saying uh, it's usually a um, um, like a form letter form email form letter yeah, I, yeah. I, need to, I can I can pull up the one for for us but um, and it's just a reminder that hey you know you said you were gonna you you know it's gonna be fixed and by the way that cash uh, Jesse that you marked that needs maintenance back on mm-hmm. March sixteenth of twenty seventeen it's still out there and it's since you did that there have been two more. DNFs on it and it's still sitting there. So one of the people in the chat room brought up a good point. I didn't even think about, um, and I may mispronounce her name cashers with a Z. Yep. They said the reason, one reason why they wouldn't or shouldn't have them up for adoption after the person leaves the game mm-hmm. is because the cash container is somebody's property. Oh, right. I didn't even think of that. So they would have to build that in from the very beginning of the game that if you leave the game, or you're not active, 
your cash will be adopted out or, and somebody else brought up that you don't know what state that's in or whether they even had permission from the property owner either. So that's true. I guess there's a lot to that. So that's, that's some good points from the, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that is, that is good. Good info. I mean, if it's a pill bottle, who cares? Right. But if it's something of any kind of value and somebody had permission to put something there, you don't really have permission to go and take it away. So mm -hmm. that's an interesting point. And also brought up in the chat room was I, I've seen this in my area that someone creates a fake account and just starts logging needs archived on a bunch of caches to either just get rid of them because they want the spot or they're just angry or whatever. And, or sometimes it's legit. And so, I mean, that's why you still need that person on the other side because people are not always nice. Mm -hmm. What? That's that true. can't be true. That's very true. <laughs> it it happened. There was a person here that made a bunch of fake accounts and mm -hmm. um they were just logging needs archive like on events. They were logging like, okay, the event's over, I need to archive it. And I was like, why? What is the point? And so that account got blocked by the reviewer, it got locked down, and then they just create a new account. And this is it's the same person and it's just that's why there's there needs to be that that person. I, I don't think a machine could ever just do this yeah there's too much to it there's other interesting thing about this is that in our caches there might be trackables mm -hmm. which is somebody's property also right sydney has a question for us there there is a quote under the owner responsibility section saying occasionally owners must mark trackables as missing if they are not in the geocache and that is under the owner responsibility, which if you don't maintain your cash, you can get your hiding privileges taken away. So if you don't mark trackables as missing when they're missing, can your hiding privileges get taken away? That's part of maintaining your cash, right? It is. I mean, yeah. it's listed under the rules. So technically, it now is. that would cause a lot of people to be very mad if you started <laughs> needs maintenance. Every time there's caches, uh, trackables missing. However, there needs to be some way to do that, right? Because if you just put a, a note on the page, if the only the owner and the owner of the trackable and the owner of the cache can mark a cache, I mean, a trackable from a cache missing. So when you go and find it, you either have to email those people or, or something like, hey, you're every time you, how many times are you going to, how many times do you go to a, tra a cache and there's no trackable in there, but it says there's one on the page? There should be an easier way, some kind of yeah. button, just to say this is clear, and you know there's no trackables in here, and it sends a note to the owner or something without having right. to email every person that's on that list. That would be perfect. I mean, think of the hundreds of caches that we've all found that have hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of missing trackables and there's nothing really i mean uh, other than you make notes and you spend all this time sending notes to either the cash owner or the like you said or the trackable owner but mm -hmm. yeah that, that would be perfect if you could just had a the button of course gosh do you really want that button though <laughs> what? what if okay a new person to, comes along <laughs> you have to have a hundred <laughs> You don't know what a trackable looks like, and you're just looking through the cache. You just say, "Oh, it's not here. Market right. is missing." And they're marking all of them. I'm gone. just playing the opposite side of the coin here. I'm with you. I know. I know. Maybe the only maybe the button shows up only if you have over 
500 fines or something. I don't know. That's why I personally like the cash owner only or or the trackable owner having the opportunity to log trackable is missing because the owner knows the cash. Right. They know where it is. They know what's inside and they're knowledgeable enough to know what trackables are for the most part. So maybe only premium members would have that option then. Hey, now you're talking. Here's here's another thing. <laughs> I just people drop trackables in events, especially mega events. There's oh, thousands of trackables listed at mega mm-hmm. events. They dip. There's them, megas. They they dip. Or, you no, they drop them. They drop them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, they may just be um like my t-shirt or whatever. I'm gonna drop it in the event and then pick it up later. Oh, that okay. might be one thing people forget to pick them back up, but. I've lost trackables at mega events because people don't log them. Oh, sure. And so they get dro- I drop them in the mega event and then right. nobody logs them ever again. And there are trackables sitting in events from years and years ago. Right. And oh, yeah. the, the event people, they, they post on their page, make sure you log your trackables, but they never mark the trackable is missing. So they're all just sitting in events still. I'll, Thousands of trackables, I bet, are still just sitting in events. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, they are. <laughs> but before we go further, there was a yes. good thing. Uh, chat room is on fire tonight, right? On fire! So somebody, uh, Andrew Bush, brought up, and this is the previous topic, but it's good. Mm-hmm. It says, if the cache is archived because the cache is no longer active, whose responsibility is it to go pick up the geolitter? Because Ooh. a container with that, with that without a cache listing is geo-rubbish. Mm-hmm. So these ones that go away and the because you know it's a one-time player or something, there's probably tons of geocache litter out there that's that just stays there forever because it got archived and because I know people hunt for archived caches to see if they're still there sometimes. Mm-hmm. The nearest but, uh, the nearest geocache owner to that one is now responsible for going and collecting the geocache. <laughs> Negative. Okay, well, that was an idea. <laughs> But that's a good point too, right? So now it's gone. There should be some kind of system for, you know, that's yeah. But maybe that's when you sign on in the beginning. There's certain if you're going to put this out and use our listing service, you're responsible for a couple of things. And if you stop using this listing service for six months or whatever else or a year, then we're going to adopt this and make sure it's maintained properly so it's not just litter out there. So there's there could be something to it. You got cash owners that come along. They hide a cash. They disappear. They never show up again. And, the, and like you said, there's no way to get a hold of them because they're gone. They're, they don't have. They have no interest in geocaching ever again. Right. So, um, Very interesting. Adopt a highway kind of thing. We do a. Uh, we do a. Uh, adopt I, the know. juke. Well, I can, or I adopt. Clean up all the geocaches on this stretch of trail. <laughs> I get out, get out my CETO stuff, you know, and I get, I get all set up, and I go, I start walking and picking up old geo. I mean, uh, I, I've actually done this. Have you really done that? That's cool. Yeah. Someone, I don't know, for whatever reason, decided to leave the game and archive all their caches. So I was like, well, they're perfectly good. He's not going to pick them up, so I'm going to go and get them and use them for myself. Oh, you stole them. <laughs> No, he archived them and left them there. I know. Well, I feel like when you, if you, he actually archived his caches and right. he, he said he was done with them. He didn't go pick them up. So it's, it's free grabs in my opinion at that point. Sounds like. Plus I was removing the geo litter. How do you know it was litter and it wasn't there with permission from the owner? Because she knows he the archived it yeah. and didn't get it. 
Yeah. What if it's listed? On, did you check to see if it was listed on another service? I did. You're a thief. Ooh. Don't even. Lie. You're a thief. Ooh. You're a thief. Thief, now, Sydney the thief. <laughs> now that's a thought. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, uh, and I'm sure they were all like. Uh, I'm sure they were. Yeah, I mean, you could have just relisted them, right? Hey, these are all gone. I'm just going to relist them all. I just got 13 more caches I published today. Copy the exact wording from right. the page. Yeah. And Cut put and two at the end of every title. <laughs> <laughs> two. Reborn. Reborn. No. That's funny. I, I do think. Well, I mean, it, you know, at least you went and got it and, and picked them yeah, up. So absolutely. I can't even imagine how many and are out there that have never been picked here. up. I, I didn't do this as soon as it happened, I waited. I waited a week or two weeks or whatever it was. I waited a couple weeks. It was still there. So I went and I picked it up. He obviously had no interest in retrieving his container. So I moved, I went and did some sedoing. Cash in, cash out. <laughs> cash in, cash so, out. <laughs> so, so. That's funny. Um. Oh. You know, I do like the idea, though, that you mentioned that, you know, we could do some sort of volunteer type thing where um, I could take an area and it's kind of like the adopt a highway, like you're talking about. And in a sense, um, I could be um, contacted by the reviewer and say, hey, you know, you're responsible for this area. You said you were going to become, you know, you were you agreed to be responsible for this area. Could you go to this area, uh, to this archive cache, and could you remove anything for me? And, you know, th that's something we could do. You could kind of go down the line instead like of, that. you know, and it's just a way that we kind of, in a sense, as just the cache owners or, or even cache hiders could become responsible for, uh, or f feel like you're you're part of the ownership. It's a, it's like like Sydney did. It's it's a part of it's sort of Cito. She cleaned up, but of course she looked. She was looking for you know trinkets. To, you know she was looking to steal the swag from them. It's not true. She's a swag stealer. She want she was she wanted to just try. To, <laughs> there was yeah. nothing good in these, anyways. Wait, now <laughs> that now that we talk about that, somebody different person archived right. their cash and. It, it was right nearby um, my house and there was a trackable listed in it and they archived it. And I was like, what? I wonder if that trackable is still there. I went there. The cash was still there. I picked up the trackable and oh, wow. saved it from being gone forever. She saved the trackable. There you go. You. There you go. Well, we already talked about there were superheroes and Sydney just point, just proved that she's a superhero. So. Obviously a superhero. Trackable saver right. woman. <laughs> She's the Geo Wonder Woman. No, uh, you know that's that's good though. That's that's good. You know, and, and I, I'd like there to be more, maybe some 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 sort of way the reviewers can get people involved in helping. Other than, I mean, they can't. We can't publish caches for for them. But if they need us to help them, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a way that we could, they could form some sort of groups in an area you know like they could they could have a list of like 12 cash owners in this particular region and they can call on them if they need to periodically and say hey um can you go look at this cash there's been some some discussion about whether it's valid or not because reviewers can't they, they don't have the time they can't go check every cash i mean there's no way but no they can't yeah 
But you, there's no way you can expect a reviewer to go out and actually do that. I feel right. like they have enough to do as it is. Right, but they could ask a a group that they trust that have shown that they're trustworthy, and we could be kind of help. We could be helpers and kind of say, "Hey, you know, I don't know. It's a thought." The problem with that is, and I think where a lot of people end up doing sock puppet accounts and stuff like that is people are, I've heard people that say they're intimidated or afraid to put a needs maintenance or needs archived on certain people's caches because of the repercussions afterwards. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I think there's some social stuff going on there. People are, you know, this is terrible, but I don't let somebody else put something on there because they're afraid of a backlash. And, you know, cause some, I've been in some areas where it gets, there's, there's some tension among the caching community. I'm I'm very lucky that I live in an area where people get along up here and mm-hmm. we have a great group and monthly dinners that 40 people at and they're all friendly and but I know some other areas that get they get pro- they have problems. They're afraid of retribution from people if they do anything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I agree. Some people are that way. That's why if I'm going to log a needs archived, I'm going to be very specific. I'm going to say this cache has had this many DNFs in a row over the past this many days. There's been this many needs maintenance. Nothing's been done about it. I'm going to, you know, give all the evidence I have. And that way they can't like argue with me about it. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. and a reviewer. And even if I post it, it doesn't mean the reviewer is going to archive it. The owner could still come in and fix it. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so it's not, it's not an automatic thing. Like, so I don't, I feel like people shouldn't, get so angry about it the only the only way you would get angry about it is if you are the co and you just haven't been maintaining your caches and be like no i don't want my caches archived wait and then just go fix your caches people seriously yeah and you know that's supposed to be the i mean we've there's a couple owners you know in our area that the only way we can get them to move is to put a needs maintenance and even then we can't seem to get them to to get out and check their caches. And so we, you know, uh, our area, we've been pretty fortunate. I, I, I think I know everybody who, who, who hides whenever, whatever they do hide the, the once in a blue moon cache out here. But I think that there's been plenty of proper, but, but like you were saying, it, it sometimes it takes a, the needs archive to get people to to move and get get it done, get off their behind. Unfortunately, it does. People are always, you know, the system generally works well, but there's always going to be people that cause problems with it. So, yeah. But I think it's good that they are at least moving in the direction. It may not be perfect. Mm-hmm. They're moving in the direction of people are going to have to be more responsible and like kind of the side conversation that's happening in the chat room is. Right. uh like how many of the caches out there of the active listings are geo litter and mm-hmm. how many of them are just, you know, nobody's really maintaining them and how, all that other stuff. So it, this may be a step in that right direction, right? If you're not, you can't just keep hiding stuff if you're not going to maintain, cause that's important. So. No, I agree. You're right. So Sydney, you found something interesting as we were perusing. Right. The... <laughs> um, I, I, this, this came to my mind immediately upon reading these the first day they came out. One quote from uh, the new guidelines is explore outer space with permission. Geocachers may place caches in space, either on other planets or in spacecraft. 
So now we can hide him inside of things. Inside. As long as it's a spacecraft. Right. But, okay, here's the thing. I, I know they're joking. Right. I know that there's, quote, a geocache on the International Space Station. There was, well, there was, a, there was a trackable up there at one point. It's technically listed as a geocache. It is. It is. It You're is. Right. That's why right. I said, quote, yeah. geocache. <laughs> right. But if this whole rewriting of the guidelines was about making things clear and concise, should we really be joking and sarcastic in our guidelines? No. So... I will say that Elon Musk did just announce <laughs> that in a few years we're going to be on Mars. So maybe they're just being early. They're Ooh. just being early adopters of that. I wonder if I should go. 2024. Just, that's not that far away. Should I just go and stick out an area? To, oh, yeah. So is it a 5-5 five five if you place a cash on Mars because you need special equipment to get there? But at that point, is that really special equipment? Isn't it fall into like a ladder? I mean, we'll all, have, we'll all be able to. A trip. spaceship? Spaceship. I think that might be a little higher than a ladder. Well, it's <laughs> just a couple of miles away, right? Yeah. 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 I guess it is a little bit bigger than a ladder. And uh, okay, someone else just brought this up. How do you get coordinates <laughs> if the satellites are revolving or whatever? Yes, that's another word orbiting, around Earth, right. orbiting Earth. There, I mean, you're not going to get a good GPS signal on Mars, right? It's a letterbox. <laughs> right. You, you start to... on Earth. But you have travel to, directly you, up. Even a letterbox, <laughs> you have to use a GPS for some portion of the finding. That's that's also a rule. Yeah. You get to your place on Earth. It takes you to NASA. <laughs> and then you get in your rocket <laughs> yeah. and you blast off. And then when uh... you get to the Milky or the the Orion's belt or whatever, you take a left. Yeah, I think that's just humor. I think they're just putting humor in there is what they're doing. They left it Although in there, technically it is a real rule. You could, right? It is a real rule. It's in the rule book now. It's what's ironic is it's right under the stay away from restricted areas. I mean it's like a very serious I feel like that's topic. a restricted area. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's like why why uh, we don't need like you said, this is not a time this is not <sighs> a place to put this crazy stuff in here. In my And opinion. like people are gonna wanna take this seriously. Right. Well, like they're going to like, I, I don't know what they could possibly do, but people don't read the rules now. They're not going <laughs> to change how they're doing for the, to go we to another read planet. The rules. We well, host we, we're the show. different. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're like one how of many what? People, how many people? I'd love to know that. Been? Not many. How many people have been playing the geocaching for a year and have never looked at playing? the rules? Oh, this is not playing, Jesse. Okay, seriously, <laughs> participating in, in the hobby or sport of geocaching for a year and have not ever looked at the rules. Eighty, uh, 90%? Yeah, because, I mean, there's, they're long. There's tons of rules in there. If you haven't hidden one, you probably ha definitely have not looked at the rules. Once you get to the hiding stage, you know, you may look at them a lot more because you want to know how to do it. But just for finding them, starting on your phone, you're not going to go online and read those rules, I don't think. Most people aren't. No. Well, and the other part, too, is you forget that in those rules, there are hyperlinks. And every hyperlink has multiple. I mean, it'd be interesting, to, not that you want to start killing more trees out there, but if you, type, if you actually print it out, if you went to every hyperlink, cut and paste it all into one gigantor. It's huge. You know, 
It is because there's because every there's a link there's a hyperlink every few mm. words you know additional uh, physical caches for all geocache types with multiple stages the additional physical or virtual stages must be added to the cache page as additional waypoints well additional waypoints is hyperlinked so if you click on that you get a whole new page of six point eight uh, you know owners ownership after publication there are nineteen sections under section six you know. <laughs> It's, it's like just, a law book. It is. It goes on and on. You know, as far as de- delete, there's a whole section on deleting logs. I mean, it, you know, there's a section on just, you know, it, it goes on and on. And the, the, it, so for them to say that they've shortened the rules, it's like, does it really matter at this point that you shorten them? I mean, the, the rules go on and on, which is fine. I like that. I want there to be clear, concise as much as concise as they can be, but I mean, there's a whole, there's all sections, huge sections of the thing. Anyway. All right. Um, so go ahead. So I think we'll have to make an announcement about our time that we've kind of run out of here. Yeah. Want to make that announcement now and then we'll, and then I'll hit yeah. that next thing. So those of you that were listening, <laughs> hoping <laughs> we we're going to talk about new virtuals, um, we're going to add that into, and we'll make another show. We'll have a, a different show for that. Because very soon. Very soon, yeah. We're, we'll pick that show up really quickly because this got out of hand, which is fine. That's a, a great thing we uh, got involved in here with this discussion. But new virtuals in an upcoming show. Um, so mine, and the chat room is a very uh, – alive tonight too so that's they've had mm-hmm. some good stuff and definitely uh cashers has been doing some good comments too but they've had some side discussions which we could get so distracted on we never get to virtuals again <laughs> but uh <laughs> there's some interesting stats that they're bringing up in there and I, we not to get sidetracked again but i think we could do a whole show just on the stuff that they've been talking about and we can we can hit those later but yep. talking about how many people actually find more you know that find that one cash and then don't ever find again there's mm-hmm. some pretty interesting stats in there i don't i don't know where they're coming from but they look believable. So that'd be interesting to know a whole, how many people start up and then never even make it to their first year. Oh, but, th- that's, that's true. That's a good, that's an interesting stat for sure. If we could find that. Um, no. So this is kind of, it's not necessarily these new rules, but it's one of the new, mm-hmm. uh, newer rules, uh, challenges. And I know we've talked about those a few times on the show. They come up, uh, and they're very interesting. One of my favorite parts of the game uh, so here's my, my question and I'm going to get your, y'all's opinions and we'll see what the chat room says as well. But, um, submitted a new challenge. It's for a uh, simple challenge, find 25 webcams, right? It's right. rated as difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, it got rejected. So it got rejected for, uh, it didn't pass the, I forget the exact words, but enough people, it wouldn't appeal to enough people or it's too hard or whatever. Cause there's not very many of them. Um, so I'm in the appeal process with geocaching headquarters right now on that. Right. Um, what's your thoughts on that? And then I, I'll give my opinion too, but too hard challenge, you know, what? 25. I don't, th- it is. I know people that have that specifically seek out webcam caches, whether they're, mm-hmm. you know, if they're in within 200 miles, they're going to go and get it. Um, so they have like, a hundred or something webcams. Um, it's hard for me personally, because I just started three years ago. So 
there's dwindling numbers of webcams. Many years ago, I assume, when some people started, like this person that I know, there was many more. So they had more of an opportunity. Um, I don't think it shouldn't be allowed. I understand that it's hard and it would be a five star. That's great. Um, I don't think I would ever get it. Like, I'm not interested in that. But I, this is like the hardest part about the new challenges because you have to say like, oh, this many people already qualify, but then it's not mm -hmm. really a challenging challenge. Right. Um, so Eric in the chat room stole my basic comment and what you were just about to allude to is uh, it's really a reward cache and not a challenge cache if you're only putting out stuff that people have already done. Right? Oh, gotcha. Right. Right. I I personally I I like it, but I I see which I see what the possibility is for, and you're you're more up on the challenge part, Jesse, than than I know I am. But um, you have you have obviously you had to have twenty five webcams before you could. Yeah, I've got a little more than that, but um, I'm qualified for it. Okay. And I did a search, and there's already before the challenge comes out, there's already at least fifteen to twenty people in each of our three areas that are qualified for this. Right. I just picked our areas for it, but um, they would already be qualified. You know, if if the point of a challenge cache though is only to do is only to put out something that people have already done, that's not really a challenge. I mean, in my right. opinion, you're trying to get them to work towards something or add something new, fun and new to the game, not just mm -hmm. get a reward. I mean, that's I don't know. That's kind of my thought. I really like challenges. I'm so glad they came back, but. I, I hope it doesn't become a, well, you can't put this out because nobody's done it yet. Well, that's kind of what it's becoming, right? <laughs> it so, is. I know. I'm trying to, I'm hoping to inspire people with a challenge, not just reward people that have already done it. Mm -hmm. so. I agree. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, uh, like you said, I I like the idea of that one because I, I like, I love webcams, but and there are some challenges that I'll never get or I have no interest. Like Sydney says, she has, you know, she has some that she's interested in, but she has others that she's, that she's not interested in. And then, so I, I like the idea that challenges can, can cross multiple ways that we look at the sport. I mean, um, like the one that you were, one you were doing, um, Jesse, uh, I signed, signed the log, but I, I obviously can't claim the cash yet because I haven't completed it. But the one that you were doing that where you had to do, Oh, uh, you have to help me on this one. Where you, you had to find stuff on a certain day of the of the week. Um, I've seen challenges like that before. Didn't we um, have one? We had to. You had to find, oh, it was, it was not the day of the week. It was the day of the month. You had to find stuff on a certain day. Yeah. Now there's no way that would fly. Now, I mean, that was a weird one. It was like February. It was something about there was some similar number and you had to find five. 13 or something and then some find them on the 13th of the month or something too. Yeah, so you had to find 13 of a, a certain type on the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a bit ridiculous. <laughs> that was an old, yeah. That was an older challenge and it's neat, but of course my thought with that is don't do it. If you don't like it, you know what I mean? There's certain challenges yeah. that I would never go for cause it doesn't appeal to me. Right. But, um, the, the whole, that's really subjective when you say something's too hard, right? Mm -hmm. So there's, there's tons of those caches out there, challenge caches out there that are find a cache in every state, right? That's way more traveling than you would have to do to find 25 webcams. So wh who says which one's harder, right? 
You don't have to go 25 states to get 25 webcams, or 50 states to get 25 webcams for sure. Yeah, Colorado has 13, Texas has 16, New York. No, no, has no, 18, no. They don't have that many webcams. There's only two webcams in oh, Colorado. Qualifiers before publishing is what you put on there. I'm that's sorry. people, yeah. So that's people, people that are qualified for those. So you've got that many people. Well, that's that's quite a few though that are yeah. qualified. But I mean, you know, I don't know. I guess that's subjective. But at what point are we going backwards with challenges that are going to create more problems because mm-hmm. you're. So, do you think that Geocaching HQ is happy with the their decision to to bring? Well, they still haven't made a final decision yet. So they were talking about they're still evaluating them. Remember the last on one of their first podcasts, they said they're still evaluating them. So they must be having some issues with them, or they'd be done because they've been out for more than a year now. Um, Because they were talking about whether there's going to be a new icon or whether it's going to be broken out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And on their podcast, they said they needed some more time to evaluate. So there must be having they must be having some issues with them. I don't know what those issues are, but I what I'm wondering is they were having a lot of issues with reviewers not knowing if this is good, if this is not. People saying, "Well, why wasn't my challenge cash published?" They were having a lot of appeals, and mm-hmm. so I'm wondering if that number has gone down like they were hoping it would. That I I don't know. I guess we'd have to talk to a reviewer or somebody. At headquarters, to s- but are, are they really going to tell us that? This is why I just I just stay out of challenge caches because it's way <laughs> it's just way too much for me. I just well, and it, it, there is a lot to challenge caches, and but I think you know at some point you have to find new goals and stuff, and that's one of the ways to do it. You feel like you kind of need to you know find a new goal, and there's you search for challenges and. You know, and my, my cash in this weekend was related to a challenge that I signed like a year ago. And that's great. I just haven't gotten to that point yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, I think it's cool. We're not all super pros like Jesse. <laughs> super pros. <laughs> he is a superhero, but yeah, he's like the the five five finder. He's like the caching professional. He is a he's a he's goes for the difficult stuff, which is cool. I mean, I, I, yeah, I found a lot less than a lot of people than a lot of people in my area anyway. Right, but you found them legitimate, and I know you've got other people that you know that are legit. There are people out oh, there. Yeah. There are people out there, and we know that they're out there that claim that they found stuff and they never found them. They're just they drove by drive-by cachers. Oh yeah, I'm not saying but everybody you know does that. That's, but there are some. Yeah, and that's definitely something I can't spend my time worrying about. No, we can't. <laughs> yeah, not even a little bit because no. you know. You can't. No, that's yeah. no time for that. No time. All right, I got one last thing, and we're gonna try to wrap up the, the wrap up tonight, which was really a, a lot of uh, of fun discussion about this. But I got one last thing from the from the guidelines. This is the very beginning of their new guidelines, and it says this: We encourage you to find at least twenty geocaches before hiding one. The more variety of geocaches you find, the better you will understand how to create an enjoyable experience for the cachers. Should they have worded that more harshly in the fact or more difficult in that you have to find at least 20 before you're allowed or was it enough to put in there that we encourage you to find at least 20? Sydney, do you want to go first? You look sure. (laughs) Um, Okay, here's here's what I think. I personally think that there should be some requirement 
I don't know where that line is mm-hmm. because some people might go out and find 10 really awesome caches and know exactly what they want to do and how they want to do it. And they've got the rules figured out at that point. Some people go out and find a hundred crappy caches right. and they, they don't, they don't have it figured out. Um, but so, they think, but they think they do. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I don't know that just putting it in there is going to make any difference. Like, like we said, most, most people don't read this. So, um, and also I don't want to prevent people from wanting to hide an awesome cache just because they haven't found enough themselves. Okay. Cause they, you could have, you could have read the rules and have this really awesome idea for a cache, but you haven't found the required amount yet. So you can't hide the cache yet. And I don't want people to give up geocaching and give up on their cool idea just because there's a rule that says they can't hide a cache until blah, blah, blah. Sure. And it, that's, this is a hard topic, right? Cause mm-hmm. I go back and forth when we're talking about this one all the time. Um, there's some people that hide great caches and that's the only part of the game they care about. Mm-hmm. They really only care about hiding caches. I know there was a guy in my area that did that a while back and his caches were some of the best in the area. But he was not interested in really going out and finding them. He loved building and creating. He was a super smart guy. And his caches were all favorited by everybody. But he had less fines than than right. most people. I mean, it was but his caches were were great. However, mm-hmm. there should be maybe if it's even just one, like you know, and then the other problem with that is let's say you keep the twenty and it's mandatory, like they won't even allow you to publish one until then. Mm-hmm. So 20 traditionals does that qualify you to how to where I go no you've never seen one or a letterbox so is it 20 of every type before you had them or or what right I mean you you know it's so it's I'm glad I don't have hard to to do that (laughs) yeah yeah I just want to play the game I don't want to I don't have to make that decision but so I mean does 20 finding 20 traditional caches qualify you to you know do all that other stuff so is that even a good litmus test, even right. if that was mandatory? Yeah, I, agree. I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I agree. I, I, I think it's worded properly. We encourage you to find at least twenty before hiding one. That's that's all they really really can do. Now, mm-hmm. and we've talked about before the fact that I don't think you should be able to. You should not be allowed to have a favorite point to put on something unless you've at least found a certain amount, but. It is that way. You have to have 10 and you have to be premium. Yeah, but I think it could be even higher than that. But uh, but that's a whole other, that's for another show. But then I could just run out and find 10 caches on a power trail to get my favorite point and find a bunch of junk caches just because Mm -hmm. I wanted another favorite point. Well, and you you could fake 20 geocache finds just so you can hide one. You can go, oh, I I know what I want to do. I'm just going to go claim that I found these 20 so I can hide one. So, yeah, there's there's ways to circumvent it. So that, first of all, disclaimer, nobody go do this. I'm just going to bring this question up. If you logged 10 caches and then deleted all your logs, would you get a favorite point and keep it or would it disappear? I think you keep it. So That's a good question. I, the only reason I asked that is because for, they may have fixed it now, but I logged a ca- early on. I logged a cache. I like I found a bunch of caches in one day. It was like you know like 
not a bunch, I mean like six or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I was logging them and I was typing them in because I'd written down the numbers or typed down the numbers. So I just doing the logs real quick. Well, I accidentally switched one of the numbers in the logs. And all of a sudden I got this souvenir from some weird oh some other gosh. country. Yeah. And uh, I went in and deleted it. I was like, what? I deleted it. But you can't delete the souvenir. So now yeah, they have to get rid that of I didn't it. earn, and there's no way to get rid of it because I've been trying to delete it. So I just hit it on my profile, so it doesn't look like I'm claiming something I've never been to. Mm-hmm. This has happened before. This has happened. You okay? So, Glenn, <laughs> I think Glenn did the same thing. He mixed up some numbers when I was telling him GC codes to log, and he logged a cash in England. And I, I didn't. We didn't know for months until I was like looking through his souvenirs. I'm like, why do you have a UK souvenir on your profile? And then I went and looked for that day. He logged. He logged a cash in England somewhere, and I was like, how did this happen? Um, but then we deleted the log. But then, like you said, the souvenir is still there. Yeah. You have to email HQ and say, I logged this cash by mistake. Can you please take this off? I bet and they then- wouldn't even answer that. They took it off of his when we asked. So. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to email him about mine then. Because it's like somewhere in Canada I haven't been. And I want to, mm. I, I like, you know, I, I joke yeah. about the souvenirs a lot, but I kind of like them. So I don't want to have one on there that's not true. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. They're going to go, this was like five years ago, dude. Yeah. What, what are you, just now? <laughs> I didn't know. Sydney told me. That's oh, okay. Okay, yeah, go ahead. You tell them that. But I wonder if now somebody's going to go do it and they're going to blame it on us too. But no, like if somebody logged a bunch of caches or just fake logged in a, a cache and deleted it and logged it and deleted it, um, if their favorite points total would go up. Probably. Go do it and tell us. No, don't no. do it. No. <laughs> just kidding. Don't do that. You'll probably no. get kicked out of geocaching if you do that. Try it. Um, we'll report you. Yeah, they they boot you for doing something like that. But I just wonder if. Uh, they boot your sock puppet account, right? Your sock puppet account can no longer... Oh, fine. Take it. What do I care? It'd have to be premium, though, so you'd have to pay the money to find out. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I'm not right. going to try yeah. that. No, I'm not doing that. Please, nobody do that. Please, nobody get kicked out. <laughs> just listening. Don't do that. Just, just <laughs> thought do about it. it. Just don't do it. All right, Jesse, final thoughts. Um. So we didn't get to virtual tonight, which is unfortunate, but this, I, I think this is... This is interesting. We thought we were going to kind of graze, I mean, you know, just zoom through this because we'd already talked about it. But it's the rules of the game we play. Um, and good or bad, uh, I think geocaching is definitely making some good improvements to the game. And I know we got kind of down a little bit on them for a while because there was nothing happening. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened behind the scenes for sure, but um, I-, I think it was our show pretty much. But. Um, <laughs> We're the show just of records, so yeah. um, although history caches are still out there, but um, uh, they've done some good things lately, and they're moving in the right direction. And I know we all wanted to move faster, but just the discussions we had, we didn't even think we we're going to take long. And they have to have them that affects millions of people. So, I, I want on a positive note, I want to say they're doing some good things right now. We're seeing some more improvements than we've seen in a long time. That's true. These new guidelines, uh, Sydney. Um, I would agree. With everything Jesse said, it's it's seems to me that they are doing a lot as of late to whether people like it or not, what to make things better. Um, and you, the the only thing I'll say is that this is a group of you know probably a handful of people, like less than fifty or something, I think. And 
they're working to make decisions for people that are in the three, what, three million geocachers out in the world. So just because they're trying to make the best decisions possible, they can never make the right decision that everybody wants. So they, they're trying to make sure they have the best, you know, the best, whatever, the best ideas and <laughs> everything, but no one's ever going to be a hundred percent pleased. So just keep in mind that they are working very hard and they're trying to take people's feedback, but it, and like with these guidelines, they're trying to make it clear and concise. But when you have the pressure of 3 million people reading these or 2 million or whatever <laughs> that actually read it, I'm, you're going to get a lot of critiques and that probably makes people very nervous thinking about well, what's people, what are people going to, what am I, gonna get said what's gonna get said on the internet about this and all that so it's important to these are real people behind the scenes so it's important to try and put yourself in their shoes i think looking mm -hmm. out making these decisions yep no i agree very good um and um yeah we we Unfortunately, we didn't get to get to virtual. We are going to get to virtuals very soon. Um, I did uh, want to make a note. I did uh, talk to Rock Chalk, who we had on the show way back when the show started. And um, Chris is going to be on the show soon. We're trying to work out. Tonight would have been really tough for him to get on. We were trying to have him on for this show, but um, he wants to be on. It wasn't like he was like avoiding us. <laughs> he wasn't doing that. He was, he was, uh, it just would have been very difficult to have him on tonight, but we'll try to have him on soon. Maybe we'll have him on for the same night as we do the virtual. It'd be kind of a fun thing to have him on and talk about, uh, things at HQ, uh, again, um, fascinating to, to have him on. He's, he's really a good guest to have on to talk about things. So, um, he'll be on soon. Um, so coming up on the show, um, next week we're going to talk about show number 70. We're going to talk about geocaching with GC Droid. And we're going to have Stefan on the show. And this will be interesting because none of the three of us use Droid. Uh, we're all cashly iOS people. But we understand the Droid users. They're out there. We know them. We all have friends that, are, that have Droids. And they're out there. So... Um, we're going to talk about GC Droid and all the good things they're doing because it's a really good app. Um, in two weeks, we're going to have on Ron Smith, a.k.a. Johnny Cash. Talk about his vlog and other things. It'll be kind of fun to, to talk to Ron, have him on the show. And then in three weeks, Joshua White's going to be on the show. He is now the new owner of X-Tags, and he'll tell us the whole story about how X tags <clears throat> was about to die and how he uh, saved X tags from the brink of death as a, as a company and uh, talk about what he's doing now with X tags and where it's going and um, all the exciting things. Uh, I got to talk to him last week and uh, in person uh, when I was out at the Munzee bash and uh, we had a great, great discussion. So um, really looking forward to, to talking to Joshua and, um, um, hearing about all the cool stuff that uh, he's doing with that uh, company. So uh, we hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at geocachetalk. Uh, I am at Gary Slinkard, one word. Jesse is at Memphis underscore mafia. Sydney is at Shermanator GC. 
and our Facebook is at facebook.com slash geocache talk. Show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, uh, many other spots like that, as well as the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click on the subscribe button below so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go read the rules fully and then go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.